Blog Talk Radio. Thank you, thank you, peace. We are live. We are in full effect. Happy Super Blood Full Moon Lunar Eclipse in Leo. Woo-hoo. It's a Super Moon party going on tonight, y'all. Woo, no blues. We not we didn't, we ain't got no blues tonight. <laughs> we are excited. We are full of fire. Leo is a fire sign. We are on on fuego, baby. <laughs> so I I couldn't I couldn't not I could not not get on the air and broadcast tonight. Uh just got off the air. Shout out uh just got off the line. Shout out to Brother Ampu and Minister Jew holding it up forever and a day with the My Astrology coach just opportunities and benefits and beautiful information and wisdom and not spiritual wisdom for the 21st century and knowledge, um, you know, what more can you ask for practical wisdom for this century that produces results that you can see, that you can taste, that you can touch, that you can feel, that you can share and pass on and leave as a legacy. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Brother Ampu. We appreciate you so much. I didn't even want to get off the line, y'all, but uh, I definitely was um, determined to get on the air tonight. That's the energy of this super moon, y'all. It is. It's uh, with the the super moon we had. We had another super moon, January the first. It was in Cancer, so that more definitely was going to play into our emotions. Cancer is ruled by the moon. It signifies the emotions. It signifies how we feel, okay? This one's in Leo, so it's on display for all to see. It is It is loud. It is proud. You know, you can, if you click in the episode information for tonight's show, you'll get a link back to, what does it say at the very bottom? 
um, click here to catch up on the last show. And you can hear the show that we did last week regarding this super moon, uh, super blood, <laughs> full moon, lunar eclipse, and Leo. And you can just hear in my energy, like, I was ready to go. I came on the line. <laughs> Look, if we got any callers, they're going to have to wait till the end and all this stuff. I, I love y'all, and I appreciate y'all. I definitely see y'all. Thank you for listening. Thank you for contributing your energy to the success of this show. Um, just encouraging me to keep coming back, keep getting better, keep giving you more of my good energy because it is being reciprocated. Have you ever given energy to somebody who didn't reciprocate it and felt like you were getting drained dry? Well, I don't feel that here because you guys continue to give me feedback, continue to show me love, continue to show me astral love gifts, and I'm looking forward to meeting y'all in Crystal City on the Mound Tour. So that information is in the episode description as well. Definitely, definitely, definitely meet your world healer, the dark and lovely astro tarot goddess in Crystal City Mound Tour for the spring equinox. And if you type in Mama Dada at checkout, um, then for either the deposit or for the full amount of the trip, you get $25 off. And if you use that discount code, I'll be notified of it. And you can either get a month worth of Mama's Babies Astro Tarot Services, or you can get a tarot reading once the trip has been confirmed. And you can choose any time you'd like to receive that reading on any topic. And I'll pull as many cards that are necessary to you know, make you satisfied that your questions have been answered um, thoroughly about whatever the energies are regarding your question, okay? So that's my pleasure. Shout out to, once again, to myastrologycoach.com. Simply go to the events tab and click on retreat, baby, and meet me in the crystal city. I would love to see you face-to-face. Minister Jew was saying on tonight's call, you know, before I get to that, I shouted out Brother Ampu. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, I just want to shout out, I I don't want to go a step further without remembering, revering, and honoring our divine righteous ancestors for without whom we would not be here. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. They had the awards show the other night, and I, I I didn't watch it, but I heard back that, you know, some of the major players, you know, they, they making sure they take the opportunity to shout out the people that came before them because you just used to, you lit, we're literally standing on the energetic shoulders of those who came before us to be here, to be standing tall. I could be anywhere in the world, and I'm here with y'all on the air tonight recording a part two for last week's episode because it's that y'all are that vital and that important. I am that vital and that important. And we are worthy of all the blessings that uh, an occasion, an energetic, astrological, emotional, beautiful, powerful, even physical occasion like this um, garners. Okay? So, but yeah, um, <laughs> Minister Jew was talking tonight, you know, they and they do, uh, the priesthood, they are notorious for, you know, reminding you. That we come, we come, you know, with the facts. We come with the truth. We come with the evidence. We come with the testimonials. 
Um, shout out to my mama's babies, baby, <laughs> because it's been my pleasure to be on this journey with my mama's babies, you know, um, for a few, a handful of years now, and we get results. And, and we don't we don't just get results and then you know months and years pass and then oh we get some more results no we get consistent results and I got and we're getting even we're getting recent results even since last week <laughs> one of my mama's babies was like well you know I would love to you know go on the trip I would love to meet you at the Crystal City Mound tour for the spring equinox but I just don't know um, about fun and it's not trust tr- me. It's not that my mama's babies don't have bank because even I got a mama's baby who ain't had a job since they've been my mama's baby and is like clockwork every month without fail and, you know, they're not doing nothing salacious to get it either. So, I mean, the the proof is definitely in the pudding. But this particular mama's baby was just saying that, you know, they they do just fine, you know, bills paid, got what they need. And look, the only reason why they don't didn't necessarily have the extra at the time we were talking about it was because they got they have access to so much abundance that their overflow abundance is tied up with helping other people. And so I said, well, you know, I definitely understand that, you know, family and all that stuff, you know, they, they need help from time to time. I get it. But I encourage them to access the specific energy. Y'all heard if y'all were on the free webinar tonight with Brother Ampu and Minister Ju talking about this uh, super blood, full moon, lunar eclipse in Leo, they were encouraging you to dig into your charts and knowing your, the, they're saying in a different way what I say every week that the whole point of Mama Dada Astrology is to encourage you guys to know thyself astrologically. That's where the power is in you. It lies in you. I tell you all all the time, microcosm is a reflection of the macrocosm. Mars ain't out there, uh, you know, making you fight and want to fight. Mars is in you. And if you're not using your margin energy productively and constructively, yeah, you might want to fight because you ain't got nothing else better to do with your energy. You haven't determined, you haven't chosen to do anything else better with your energy other than fight. So ain't nobody made you fight, ain't nobody provoked you to fight. You're, you got uh, energy you're not using productively and constructively. So we um <laughs> it was literally a day, a day, one day. <laughs> I was just encouraging my mama's baby to utilize these energies that they have direct access to leading up to this um and then you know we incorporate the tarot too uh, every uh, as mama's baby every month when I do these reports that I, I send out your reports based on the lunation, the, the very thing Brother Ampu is asking you to do, to look up. I look all that information up for you. I provide it for you. Like clockwork, every lunation cycle, if it's a new moon, you don't know what, where it's at in your chart. You don't have all the information, not only about what house, you don't have information about the transits from that moon and sun 
uh, which they make up a lunation. If it's a new moon, the moon and the sun are together. If it's a full moon, like the one we're in the midst of, in the thick of right now, then the sun and the moon are on opposite sides of each other, like a total war. And so uh, you get that information as well, how it relates to the house and how it relates to aspects in your chart. Is it in alignment with your natal Venus? So your money, your the money principle in your chart and in yourself and in your life is being activated, and you this will be a really good time for you to take action. Leo energy, like I told y'all, this Leo energy that the um, eclipse is in right now, it's a fire energy. That's why last week when I shared with y'all the tarot pool that Spirit gave me for this lunation in particular and exactly. The wands came out, baby, in full effect to say, hello, <laughs> hello, Leo new moon, Leo full moon, I apologize. Um, the very overall card we got was the, is, is the nine of wands, the card of determination. That's why I came on this show tonight. That was not originally the plan. I'd actually planned to get back to y'all a little earlier than this uh, to wrap up part two for this. Uh, series. I didn't even know it was going to be a, a two-part series. But tonight I was determined. And then Brother Ampu got on the um, webinar tonight and just further, you know, mirrored what I was already in the in the vein of, which was, you know, don't wait. The, the, part two can't wait for tomorrow because it'll already be done went full and start waning. Can't wait. We're not doing it in a waning moon. We're doing it while the moon is on, so on for you can look. I was, I was, I was heading home two days ago. No, it was yesterday. I was headed home yesterday, in two days away from this exact eclipse. And the moon was looking super, that's how you know it's a super moon because when you look outside, it's so big. It was so big already yesterday. I had people, you you know, when you ain't even my mama's baby, you just somebody in my life that know me, don't know me in the context of astrology, but you just know me. I got people, <laughs> I got people sending me messages on some, I looked up at the moon. Once again, it, it's not even full yet. I got this message yesterday. I looked up at the moon, and I thought about you, <laughs> and, I, and I made a wish for you. <laughs> now, you know you get, Brother Ampu had um, referenced this tonight as well, talking about the synergy of people putting their energy together, the fact that we were on that webinar tonight. That was powerful. We can harness that. You on the call, you on the um, Internet listening tonight, we can harness this. We get we couldn't be a lot closer to this eclipse that is early tomorrow rising than we are right now because half the people either already sleep, okay, or going to sleep through it and won't even be up in the central time zone. It's at 7.27 a.m. He, he referenced the eastern time zone, 8.27 a.m. tomorrow rising. You know what I mean? And missing out. Uh, like he said, you know, if you're not doing whatever it is that you cho- are choosing to do to harness this energy until after that time on tomorrow, um, then it's fine. You know, it, 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 it's, but there is an energetic difference from doing something after the moon has already waxed full 
and is now beginning to wane, meaning decrease intensity. You know, it's like uh, blowing up a balloon. And after that mug burst, burst, give birth, he referenced tonight, uh, used the analogy of a woman giving birth and the water breaking. You know, it's all downhill after the water breaks. It ain't nothing left to do but spread them and, and let's go. Uh, but, you know, before, leading up to that water bursting, leading up to that balloon bursting, the intensity is growing. You don't know when that, you don't know how many more breaths you're going to have to exhale into that balloon before it busts. You just keep going. And once it gets so big, you just know you ain't got that many more breaths to go for that mud bust. And so there's an excitement there. There's an anticipation that's building, and y'all got in. Y'all are getting in on that tonight. So continue, like I always say, continue to stay connected to myastrologycoach.com. I mean, you can't get any more real deal than this group of powerful people. I say we're powerful because we are in tune with nature. A lot of people will crap on that. A lot of people will say you're crazy. A lot of people will say you're weird. A lot of people will say, oh, you're just talking that talk. And you watch them stay stuck in cycles because they don't know what time it is. When you know what time it is and you know that we're at a super blood, full moon, lunar eclipse in Leo, and we're wrapping up, hello, we are wrapping up the past six months when the last set of eclipses began in August of 2017, then you know that you're not really necessarily starting anything new right now. If you are, it's based on something that is culminating or coming to light, or it is based on something that has to do with endings. If you're doing something new, maybe you're, you know, you're trying a new technique and cutting somebody off. <laughs> you, you know what? I tried to cut you off three months ago, and I know for sure I got to cut you off. So now let me try this technique. Let me actually call the phone company and have them get to where you can't even ring my line. Let me do that. Let me get dramatic with it. Leo is, is I told you all, Leo is this fire energy. It's dramatic. And you don't have to cuss nobody out. You don't have to lunatic like other people, you don't have to go crazy, but you may have to do something dramatic for yourself and your energy because you're saying, hey, when February 15th hit and it's the solar new moon eclipse in Aquarius, the sign of the future, then I can be in a whole new space and energy. I've done it in this last eclipse cycle myself, so I know I couldn't be more in a I couldn't be more in a position for something new to embark in my life in certain areas than I am right now because of what I've released and let go of the the, the universe abhors a vacuum it don't like a void it, if it's being for if it's if there's a void it wants to fill it it does not want a void and so if you have the audacity to create a void by getting rid of something, by releasing something, by shedding something, by letting go of something, by flushing something, by putting, you know, they uh, sometimes when people do rituals, they'll go to a body of water, they'll go to a river, they'll go to the ocean. <laughs> I've done an ocean ritual before. That baby right there is powerful. And you put something in that water and you let it go, you let it flow out of your life, that is symbolic. That is an energetic symbol 
of the fact that you are wanting something to replace it, take its place, come in its place, okay? So um, just as a refresher and a reminder, I've already reminded y'all of the overall energy uh, of the tarot spread that we got for this donation, and it definitely has to do with us being determined. It definitely has to do with us being our own heroes and sheroes. See, this Leo lion is brave. That's why for this particular um, part two title, I put that bravery is required, period. Maybe you ain't let go of something because you scared. You scared it ain't going to get filled. You scared it won't be replaced. You scared that, well, daggone, if I let go of this, I ain't going to have nothing. That's a lack mentality. That's a scared mentality. That's a cowardly lion mentality instead of a brave heart mentality, okay? So uh, we're being called on in an overall sense with this card to deal, nine of wands, deal with something once and for all. Take decisive action. Uh, Brother Ampu even had a call to action tonight, it, and especially if you're having uh, this lunation occur in a particular area of your chart. But for all of us, we're, we're being asked to, to take heart, and to be brave hearts and to, uh, you know, they say that about people that are courageous all the time. They say, you know, he got heart. She got heart. <laughs> so that's this energy that's going on right now. It's going to spread out over the next couple of weeks. That will be the super blood formal lunar eclipse in Leo season, okay? The moon's going to be waning from tomorrow, rising 727 a.m. Central, over the next couple of weeks, it's going to be progressively decreasing in the amount of that full moon that you can see every night when you look up at the sky. That's called a waning moon, okay? So over the course of that period, we can um, be working on, we can be determined to make and take decisive action towards uh, the Nine of Wands talks about battles and conflict ending. You've been going back and forth, round and round for the last six months. Well, that as of you know, as of the point of it, you're not waiting on anybody else. That's that's not being brave. So, well, I'm gonna take action if they if they uh, do this or that, or if they don't do this or do that, then I'm gonna take action. Uh uh-uh, uh uh uh. <laughs> no, nine of wands is the perseverance. The stamina, the force of will. Brother Ampu reminded y'all that Leo is uh, our, our willpower. And this nine of wands corroborates that it is the force of will to deal with something once for all. That's why it's the nine, baby, because that's the last single digit number. You get into something altogether different when you get to the 10. So that's that. And then the fire energy continues in our tarot spread for this lunation because in our past position, which I read as the energy we are bringing with us into this two-week season, the only wands card that has a hint of stability to it, it's not that there's no movement because I told y'all, wands and fire energy like Leo, like this Leo energy, it's about movement, baby. It ain't about sitting, sitting back well. Being passive, well, I hope nothing bad happened to me during this eclipse. I don't know. It's a super blood. It's a super blood full moon lunar eclipse, and I, I, I hope. Oh, I hope something good happened. I hope something, you know, fall down from the sky into my lap and just, you know, that would be awesome. <laughs> no, 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 babies. 
I don't care if this is the Four of Wands that is talking about stability. This stability is the this inner stability that you can take decisive action from. Like I said, you're not wilding, like I mentioned last week, and going crazy being a lunatic in this fire Leo energy being dramatic and, you know, ridiculous. This is the energy of, look, the calmest place in the dang storm is in the middle of the storm. So with every all this eclipse energy strong, I mean, come on, my God, even leading up to tonight. <laughs> I've been crying. Lord, I've been crying. And that's just the, 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 the energy of the moon. I'm a woman. You know, it, it hasn't been sad crying. No, the first time I cried, I was so freaking happy. I just couldn't help it. I was that happy. Uh, charging up, allowing this energy. I'm aware that this energy is going on inside of me and not just out in the sky. So I was, you know, um, channeling that. Y'all know I be channeling my little hips off. And I was channeling that energy and got super happy and just, speaking of super, got super happy and just started crying. Just couldn't couldn't stop crying, just crying and snotting, using up all kind of tissue. And, you know, and then I, I, the other time I cried, I was channeling for somebody else, and, you know, it, was, it had a hint of sadness to it. But even that, I, I, I transmuted that and allowed that to empower me along my journey. So this four of wands is that, that level of excitement where you might bust out crying somewhere over the next two weeks because you done got that dang happy. And it, not, and it didn't take necessarily something falling in your lap for you to get that happy and joyful and blissful and radiant, just radiating this fierce, lioness, Leo energy. But it was the energy you initiated, this nine of wands governing our entire two-week season of us being determined, of us persevering, and you just done cry. You you done persevered yourself into a crying fit because you just can't believe that you made it from words say go point zero to where you end up to to in the next twenty four hours, in the next week or two, where you know something is actually manifesting. Okay, something is actually manifesting as a direct result of you aligning with the energy of nature, <laughs> aligning with your own highest and best energy, and you're, and you're bringing with you into this season this energy of celebrating the Four of Wands, excitement, improvement, okay, movement, freedom, beautiful surprises, beautiful reunions, okay, this is the real deal. And that four, looking at that blasted four, looking at that beautiful four made me remember that I didn't finish telling y'all about my mama's baby. Lord, not even a day after I get off the phone with them, reminding them of their particular energy and the tarot spread we pulled for their Capricorn. We're still in the midst of Capricorn new moon season. I know the sun's in Aquarius. I know this. But we're in the midst of Capricorn new moon season, and this Super blood, full moon, lunar eclipse in Leo is the full moon response to not only 
<laughs> the Capricorn new moon on the short term, but on the long term, since we're wrapping up an eclipse cycle, this is the inner, this um, super blood full moon lunar eclipse in Leo is the energetic response on a longer term to the eclipse season that we had back in August of last, this past year, 2017, okay? So I'm reminding them of the energies and stuff. And, you know, I'm all, I'm just like I reach y'all on, on the air, I go even super harder for my mama's babies. You know, you, you, I, I, uh, one of them came on the air one time, so I hope they, um, I can convince another one to come on the air and just, you know, just say whatever they want to say. I'm not going to script it. <laughs> but they came back the next day and sent me a message. <laughs> and, and the score triggered it because it was $400, the exact amount needed for the entirety of the trip. The trip, by the way, does include your your room and board, you know, three nights, say, um, and it does include transportation to you know, any of the group activities that we got going on. And clearly, if you use the Mama Dada discount code at checkout, it's also going to include services for as if you were a mama's baby for real, um, those services for one month or a tarot reading um, as well. So they go message me the next day and say, <laughs> I was going through scrutinizing this this area of their chart that they're having this season in, it deals with details, paying attention to the details. They said, I was going over my um, old paycheck for money, baby, and realized they hadn't paid me all my money. And so they owe me, like, you know, almost $500. We both just laughing. Because it wasn't but a day before that they're telling me, well, you know, um, I'll just have to see. I definitely am interested in going. I would love to go. Um, but my extra, my overflow is tied up right now. And I said, you know, I, just, as soon as they said it, it just didn't resonate with me. It didn't register. I was like, uh-uh, I'm, 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 cha- I'm channeling energy for them. I'm looking at the tarot spread I pulled for them. I'm looking at their current chart. I said, uh-uh. I, I don't disagree with people when they say stuff. I say, uh-uh. I said, you may not see it, <laughs> but it's there. And not even 24 hours later, here they come talking that you were so right. It was there, just waiting on me to see it, waiting on me to discover it, waiting on me to scrutinize it enough just waiting on me to perceive it with 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 a more scrutinizing eye than just well, it didn't just fall in my lap out of nowhere. So I guess I ain't got it. No. And so looks like I'm gonna be seeing that when I'm working on my other mama's babies, and so um, you know working with them. And you know it hope I just hope to see all of you guys out there. I would love to meet you. I would love to squeeze you. I would love to shake your hand. I would love to do a reading for you. I would love to just mine for mine for crystals. Ooh, my brain is still not able to contain the reality that we're about to mine and dig for our own crystals and take them and keep them and take them home with us. <laughs> so those are the wands in the tarot spread for this lunation in the present position, which you know this this is why I'm on the air with you tonight. This is why I'm recording part two for whoever's listening in the archives tonight. 
because of this present position card, the, the, the very heart that I'm sitting here telling you about that this Leo energy represents, the ace of cups, the ace of hearts, the ace of having hearts, the ace of taking heart, the ace of being a brave heart, the ace of spiritual, for, uh, the cups are also spiritual energy. That's this eclipse energy, this ace of cups. This is the ace of cups representing emotional force and the roots of the powers of water, baby. When you're looking at a full moon, trust me, it's, it's a reaction going on on, the, on these large bodies of water. They all flow in concert with each other. So the ace of cups is also happy news. If you're sitting up here talking about some, oh, I hope don't nothing happen to me if the eclipse over any eclipse season over the next two weeks, then, you know, either, yeah, nothing's going to happen for you, and trust me, you're not going to like that because stuff is going to be happening around you just like it is for me and my mom and baby. What you really should be saying is, I am open, just like the Leo, the lion. The lion has not just a, but the reason why it has such a brave heart is because it has an open heart. Do you know how brave you have to be to have an open heart? Do you know how many people walking around here with closed-off hearts, broken hearts, shielded hearts, guarded hearts, walls all up around every angle of their heart, heart, and they can't give or receive love because of it? That's the total opposite energy of this Ace of Cups. This Ace of Cups is about troubles lifting. This Ace of Cups is about joy and happiness and happy news. This Ace of Hearts is about abundance, baby, and socializing. This Ace of Hearts, the motto that I have for this Ace of, Heart, Ace of Cups <laughs> is um, that all encompassing, come on, we just got to talking about the walls around the whole heart, okay? But this is no walls around the heart. So all encompassing, you're encompassed. All encompassing love, love fills me in my environment. That's when you that's when you bust out crying because you're happy because you're filled with love and you're overflowing. So you got some extra to share with your friends, okay? And so that uh, leads us into the future card. I just am doing a review here to remind y'all because I'm going to finish breaking down the signs, um, starting with Pisces where I left off last week and didn't get to finish. I definitely want to finish. I went on and made the show a two-hour show so I was sure not to get cut off, but I did want to do a quick review of the energies for everybody's sake, okay? And so um, the future card that we that Spirit gave us for this lunation covering the next couple of weeks and definitely governing us wrapping up the last six months at least is this seven of fours, which is the moon in Aquarius card, baby. Yes. So, you know, see this, um, in the astrology for this particular lunation, there's a quincunx to Neptune. My mama's babies know about this. So, um, when first of all, the quincunx is kind of an iffy kind of aspect. It's like, okay, I call it the can't get right aspect because <laughs> the two energies, it's like the full moon in Leo, quincunx. Neptune and Pisces, it's like they, they don't even know how to meet up. It's like, what? It's like you just picture you trying to get together with somebody, like meet up in person. But you got work and school.
school and it's finals week and all this stuff. And the other person, they, you know, they're on the other side of the world and there was a natural a disaster in their area and they can't even get out the country. It's like that. It's like can't get right. But how do you still yet reconcile these energies? And so um, when I think of this seven of swords, I think about this Neptune energy and how it kind of can't get right with this particular lunation eclipse. The low vibrations of Neptune definitely can talk about dishonesty, straight out deception, okay? And that's what I think about when I think of the Seven of Swords because you see the guy on the card, and he, you know, he got five swords <laughs> in his hand. He, he looked like he tiptoeing, you know, he's trying to sneak off with these swords. But the tripped-out part is if you see how he's holding these swords, he's holding the point of the swords in his hand. So you think, dang, how he's not getting cut up, how his hand's not getting sliced up the way he's holding the swords and everything. And that's what I think about when I think about this card. I think about, you know, yeah, especially as we're talking about wrapping up the last six months and things that you may have to release. Maybe you've already released, an, uh, you know, a relationship. Let's, I'm just saying because that tends, I, I, I associate with a lot of people, so I know this is a common theme of things that are going on, like, pretty much all the time, um, or I'll say often, where, okay, let's just say you've already released a particular relationship, and you feel like this person got away with something, this person did me dirty, dirt, dog dirty, you know, and um, you still in your process of healing where you're working on not being triggered when you think about it. You're working on, you know, not feeling like somebody got you. And that's what this card kind of means to me, especially in the context of the other cards where we are determined to embrace this open heart where we are with the nine of wands and the ace of cups. We are persevering and taking decisive action. We knew we couldn't stay in that old situation because it was not doing us a lick of good. It was not serving our higher self at all. It was draining our good energy to where it was breaking our heart. And so now, yes, the battles and the conflict is ending, so say at the Nine of Wands. And we are determined to restore and heal and be reborn in this emotional force, in this uh, joy, in this 100% pure love energy. And we're doing it from a point of this Four of Wands that wants us to be stable and calm in the center of the storm enough so we can still see the light, you know, coming. For instance, this solar eclipse new moon coming next month that we're really clearing out all this energy to make way for. It's not about the solar eclipse new moon in Aquarius next month per se. It's about the fact that that, set, that particular lunation right there sets the entire next six months. So do you want to go into the next six months? Well, you know, what if they call me and, you know, should I call them and still trying to hold on to what you are clearly being asked to release? And so this seven of swords comes along in the future position to say, you may have to turn this thing in on its head. You may have 
to do what you got to do to beat the enemy at their own game. Beating the enemy at their own game is not praying for somebody's downfall, the person that did you wrong, or, you know, getting back at them by, let's just say, with this seven of swords and kind of that sneaking aspect, you know, digging up dirt on them so you can expose them and all this stuff. No. Beating them at their own game is becoming an even bigger success as a divine result. Brother Ampu said something so beautiful and powerful. It's not the first time I heard him say it tonight on the webinar, but it did strike me as a similar energy to this, what I'm talking about with this Seven of Swords, which is instead of categorizing something in your mind and in your heart and in your Rolodex of life events that have occurred to you, oh, this person did me wrong, oh, this person broke my heart, oh, this person cheated on me, this person da 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 Baby, you can flip that thing on its head, beat the enemy at their own game and say, you know what, what this person did, it looked like them cheating on me. It looked like them doing me wrong, but what they really did is they hooked me up. (laughs) They hooked me up. So they became what appeared to be a roadblock became a stepping stone for me to elevate to my next best, greatest level. I ain't even never seen myself on a level like this, and thankfully they came along to help put me there. Had it not been for heartbreak and heartache and, 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 and deceptive tactics that was being used on me, look, all they did was expose the fact that my love goes hard in the paint, baby, because Clearly, they weren't ready for all this love jelly. They weren't ready to receive it. And so I got hooked up by no longer, by being shown why I should no longer invest in a losing situation. But the fact that I could love through it to say, oh, I am ready for my next best, greatest level. They may not be, clearly. But I am. I'm the one getting away with something, not them, because they couldn't break me. (laughs) They couldn't take my heart and break it into five million pieces. Instead of making me bitter, damn it, they made me better. Now take that and smoke, stuff it in your pipe and smoke it. Look, I'm not mad at you, boo. Me and you cool. Me and you cool now don't call me for a damn thing. (laughs) I'm send, I, I've sent up all my little prayers, so me and you, cool. You know, I ain't got nothing in my heart bad against you. But I, I've learned the lesson, and I'm taking that lesson with me. I'm sneaking out. See, this seven of swords don't have to be somebody sneaking on you. It could be you. That's why I say turn it on its head. Turn this seven of swords energy on its head. That's the, that's the moon in Aquarius that this card is. Aquarius is the energy of the inventor of the genius, of thinking outside the box, of stepping outside of your comfort zone, okay? So <laughs> you you can rewrite the story, baby. You can invent you a whole other story. It ain't got to be that you got clowned and you got your heart broke. You, you could tell a whole other story based on the fact that you survived it, based on the fact that you're, you're being elevated, you're evolving. Everybody's not evolving. Everybody don't want to evolve. You wonder why we're still at about uh, uh, just in the hundreds of listeners instead of the thousands. And we're, we're, 
trust me, we're in the age of Aquarius. You, please believe I'm not worried about having just some hundreds of listeners because with the right, you know, I'm being, I'm initiating certain things on my end. I'm not going to act like, you know, I couldn't get more adept in marketing and all this other stuff. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm tapped in, tuned in, turned on, and channeling on. <laughs> so that doesn't leave a lot of room for marketing, and it may be some information I come across here soon that allows me to, you know, uh, maybe hire out for that service or do something else that could be, you know, helpful, and I still get to do all my channeling and stuff. But my point is, is that, you know, this information is the information that you can really use to create the destiny that you want instead of feeling like a victim of your circumstances, okay? This Seven of Swords is about being smart <laughs> and being alert. This is When I think of Aquarius, I think of the alchemist, baby, because the alchemists say, ooh, that's lead. I'm going to take that lead and turn it into 100% pure gold, baby. That's what I'm saying. That's what Brother Ampu was saying tonight. And nothing bad is happening to you. Trust me. Whatever is happening, what you're, whatever you're perceiving as having happened to you, trust me, it's happening for you. Just like my mama's baby, all they needed was eyes to see. All they needed was a, a, a perspective, a, diff, a shift in perspective, which, trust me, this lunation, like a, an eclipse, a super eclipse season over the next couple of weeks, if, if you're open to it, and, and even if you're not, you may get a shift in perspective anyway. That's how, you know, eclipse seasons go. They're just major like that. And if you're in tune and you're in alignment and you're shifting with the shift and you're adapting and being flexible, then you you might flow right into that next elevated place that I was mentioning. If you're rigid and stubborn, like I was talking about last week, the last show, if you're stubborn and you don't want to budge and you want to hold on for dear freaking life, one of my favorite uh, spiritualists that I, I, I listen to, he said, let go or be dragged, and that's what this energy is like. So with the Seven of Swords, just um, as a, a final reminder, know that any obstacles, this card reminds me that any obstacles are really in self. Ain't nobody sneaking off getting away with nothing in your life, especially if you know how to alchemicalize it and make it work for you. This is a part of using your initiative. Can't nobody sneak off with nothing that you didn't let them have access to. So learn that lesson, get your Aquarius moon on, and, and, and invent something for the next time to where that, that can't happen like it happened this last time. You're not a, we're not victims. This is the card of discovering your secret weapon, <laughs> discovering the, the secret weapon within. And, and as you, uh, you know, consider that any obstacles are within yourself, this is the card of finding a way <laughs> to get what you want. One one monkey don't stop no show. I don't care what done happened to you. One, I, in the last six months, I have had almost $1,000 stolen from me. I have had people be extremely deceptive towards me. I have had to cut off, 
different kinds of relationships, okay, professional and personal. And I ain't mad at no, I ain't mad at not one of them. I will, I'm a human being, so yeah. In the course of it actually happening to me, I, it, it, initially yes, I found kind of way. But baby, it don't. T- I I got heavy Aquarius in my chart, although I'm not a sun sign Aquarius. I'm sun sign Sag. Uh, I tapped into that much, and I said never again. Look, I got these wands in my chart, too, so I'm very determined, never again, and ended up just thank you, thank you, thank you, and moving on. I'm going to still get what I want. You can take whatever you think you can from me, and you ain't going to stop me. That's that nine of wands determination. I'm channeling this message for y'all, using myself and and, and others as certain examples so y'all can see. This is not rhetoric. This is not just pulling something out of my butt so I can get a show out. This is this is the energy we were given in this tarot spread for this particular lunation and two-week season coming up on us that's culminating very heavily and strongly and in a super strong way tonight. And, and we'll be the ones on the other end of this lunation telling the story, like me and my mama's babies, of how, you know, with just a, a shift in, perspe- in perspective and a shift in our energy, you know, to, uh, in our force of will, baby, dealing with stuff once and for all, we wrapped up our last six months like some bosses in this Capricorn new moon season. And, yes, at the solar eclipse uh, new moon in Aquarius next season, you know, we, we're opening up, starting to plant seeds for a whole new six-month cycle of success. And so at the bottom of the deck, the final card in our uh, super blood full moon lunar eclipse and Leo spread, we got the Eight of Cups, which just mirrors and mimics everything that I've been saying, especially about wrapping up this last six months. The Eight of Cups is the card of walking away, especially from unhappiness. You wouldn't get no damn satisfaction in the situation you was in? No way. The the folks that sold the um, almost $1,000 for me, I wasn't happy in that situation, no way. And I've... I've uh, uh, um, acquired legal counsel to get my money back. So they they only getting away with it temporarily anyway, and they're going to pay more because they got to pay for my legal counsel. How about that? <laughs> so the Eight of Cups is talking about walking away from things that you ain't even happy with anyway. That's why I say when you get your perspective right, you don't mess around and surprise yourself and be saying thank you. Thank you to that sorry sap-sucking ex. <laughs> Thank you to the people that stole almost $1,000 from me. Thank you to the people who deceived me, you know, like I was just dang extra stupid deceived me, like this is what you get for trusting us at all. (laughs) You know, when you get that perspective, you can eight of cups, move on. Eight of cups, you can find the deeper meaning in a thing. When you can mess around and say thank you, in the midst of some seven of swords situations that's been happening where you were on, felt like you were on the receiving end, I just got through explaining to y'all how y'all can be on the initiating end with your genius, with your invention, with your uh, uh, thinking outside the box now and relying on your own wits, discovering your secret weapons, uh, you know, um, uh, finding a way to get what you want. Hey, that's the, and oh, I forgot to mention the seven of swords is the card of, not taking advice given, 
this ain't really a time to be asking Joe, Jerry, and Tom and Sally what you need to do. Now, it, these major um, lunations, eclipses, and all that stuff, I do recommend and I do myself and have gotten readings. You know, it's a good time to just check in and see, you know, where where the energies are at, from the perspective of someone else who you trust is tuned in, tapped in, and turned on the spirit. And not just any old spirit. Make sure it's the divine righteous spirit, Lord. Um, but this, when I say don't take advice given, I mean, you know, somebody could have. See, I've been on the air. I've been broadcasting on this radio too long. Y'all know I don't want nothing from y'all. I come, I come here week in and week out. Unless uh, I took a break, I think, twice in the last three years. I come here week in and week out. And my mama's babies can tell you, you know, what they um, compensate me for my time and reports and services, uh, tarot and all that that I provide to them, even beyond our, a lot of them I've just become real cool with and they text, they just text me like, just stuff. And, (laughs) you know, it's cool with me because I love all this stuff anyway. If I'm available, I receive the message, I'm going to reply. But I'm just talking about... um, not taking advice given from somebody who may have ulterior motives. Um, Minister, you said something tonight that really resonated because Brother Ampu mentioned it years ago uh, when I was trying to get something for free. (laughs) And he reminded me, you know, it's very important to have uh, a fair exchange of energy. Um, So, no, I'm not going to give you this for free. And, you know, it, it, it... for like two seconds, I was like disappointed. Oh, I didn't get it for free. But then I gained the perspective on what he was really saying, and it's been blissing me ever since. You know, I've been exchanging uh, currency, frequency, money, you know, um, uh, with Brother Ampu um, through the priesthood, you know, for years now. And it's the, it, and, and every month, like clockwork, it's, it's a joy to see it come out of my account because I'm like, yes. I am connected to these powerful brothers, this powerful platform, powerful, I call it a ministry, because it it feeds your soul, and it never gets old, and it's always worth it, and I always feel like I'm getting a bargain, (laughs) so it ain't nothing to do that, and so um, definitely just keep that in mind. The, the, The dishonor that goes on with the Seven of Swords is a hidden dishonor. It's a dishonor you won't see coming because somebody's being sneaky, and I'm just encouraging you to be the sneak. You to find a way to get what you want. You to know that there's an enemy in the camp, so say, at the seven of swords, but you ain't worried about none of that because you're thinking outside the box anyway. Hey, if it is an enemy in the camp, they can't stop me from winning. <laughs> and so the eight of cups, like I was mentioning on this final, these final messages for this general terror for everybody for this lunation and season over the next couple of weeks is to find yourself. You see that image of the man on the Eight of Cups? He's walking away from cups. You can tell he done put, the way it's even set up, you can tell he put energy into these cups. He done lined them up and stacked them up strategically, and some of them done spilt over. You can tell something done happened because some of them done spilt over. He probably done found out some BS. (laughs) 
about some of this, you know, the cups just represent the emotional energy, the spiritual energy that you're putting into a relationship, a situation, um, even the frequency, the money, uh, you know, with the the, the, the almost $1,000 that got sold for me. It's like, you know, I have been... I, I I could have used that money for something I you know other obligations, and so but in the midst of that, it really showed me me. We don't know who we are until we go through some eight of cups moments. We don't know who we are until we somebody pull a sneak seven of swords on us. We don't know what we can survive and win in the midst of until we have something happen. That uh, that that activates this Eight of Cups that also represents healing. The Eight of Cups also represents emotional maturity. We we we. What do we say? We grow from. It's gonna come to me, but except we go through some stuff, we won't get emotional maturity. When you have your Saturn return around age 29 or 30, when uh, Saturn in your chart where transit Saturn comes back around, it then went the whole 360 degrees, and it comes back around to the same spot it was when you, where Saturn was when you were born, until we get there, we don't even really begin to have a sense of real tangible uh, maturity on this plane of awareness, okay? And so you got to live a little. You got to live about 29 and a half, 30 years before you can really start to, to, to embody some authority, embody some maturity, embody some, you know, um, stability, okay, some real success in this life. You know, there's... Different things and different charts can denote different experiences, but that's just a general overview of that energy. And that is, this card is the Saturn and Pisces card. So if you need to withdraw your energy from a particular situation, from a, from, give yourself over these next couple of weeks, give yourself a break from worrying about who did what to you and allow yourself to Space. You may need full moons, especially an eclipse, especially a super full moon, especially a blood full moon, lunar eclipse in Leo. Full moons are perfect times for release, for letting something go. Um, let me just give you some examples because it may trigger something or activate something in you that can really set you on another trajectory as you're wrapping up the last six months and preparing to embark upon the new six months that the solar eclipse, new moon, and Aquarius on February 15th is going to um, initiate for everybody. When I say full moons are good for releasing and letting go and abandoning certain mindsets and certain thought processes and certain ways of doing and being, I mean, this may be a couple of weeks where you don't watch no TV, baby. I know. I know, I know, I know we married to the TV sometimes and we don't even want to think about missing a week of Real Housewives or uh, Married to Medicine. Nope. Mm-mm. That's the only thing that helped me get through my life is watching other people's um, ratchet lives. 
make me feel better about mine. <laughs> but I'm telling you, like I mentioned at the beginning of this show, the universe abhors a vacuum. What do you think is going to happen when you turn off the TV for two weeks and allow your good energy, these wands cards that came up, even these cups cards, the the spiritual spiritual energy. Do you realize the spiritual exchanges going on when you're watching TV? What I ain't gonna say whatever it is because there's some stuff that you may come across that really feeds you spiritually. But I have a feeling, um, you know, the latest episode of Married to Medicine, somebody was fighting, somebody was talking about somebody, mama, somebody, and it wasn't feeding a damn thing except, you know, the part of you that probably the shadow part of you (laughs) that, you know, has a need for yourself in a ratchet way or a desire. It wouldn't be a need, just a desire, maybe a need, depending on if you suppress your shadow or if you have a healthy relationship with your shadow, it's not going to be a need because you deal with that. You let your ratchetness out from time to time, and you keep that good balance in your life. (laughs) So... Whatever it is, you may over the next couple of weeks choose to release or let go. You're not going to eat no sugar for the next two weeks. What you are doing energetically is not about the sugar. It's not about the TV. It's about your willingness to align with the energy, to align with nature, to to not just listen to this information. But, oh, that sounds good. Oh, she was like, she said that. No. The the wand's energy, your determination, your perseverance, your decisive action. You know what? I'm going to make a decision to release something as a gesture, as an energetic symbol so the universe can see I'm serious. I'm not drinking no sodas for two weeks, only water. I'm serious. I want to free up even some of my physical energy from my system having to break down processed sugar and see what effect that has, you know, because this is such a powerful, cataclysmic time of the year when these eclipse seasons happen every six months. Okay? So, yeah, uh, that's the the Eight of Cups can be (laughs) my favorite part about the Eight of Cups. It's what I was just talking about, the unexpected gift or visit. You don't think about that when you see this card, the man walking away from the Eight Cups, his head hanging down like he just said, like somebody just stole his bike. You don't think about the unexpected gift of visit, but that's the kicker about what happens when you're willing to eight of cups, move on, walk away, withdraw, end the cycle, find yourself emotionally mature, heal, face the facts. You're going to mess around and find an unexpected gift or visit. Because you ain't studying them eight of cups. You know, as an alchemist, you can, with the next six months coming, it being initiated powerfully on February 15th with the solar new moon eclipse in Aquarius that deals with the future, you know that you can have you eight more cups. You can get you ten if you want to, and can't nobody stop you but you. 
So that's that's the general spread. That's the general spread. I'm moving on to finish up the horoscope for um, starting with I did on last week, um, and I could go back and listen because I was channeling my little hips off uh, for Leo. I've already done you guys, Leo, Scorpio, Aquarius, and Taurus, all the fixed signs. I made a big deal last week and a point to point out you four signs specifically. I don't care if it's your sun, your moon, uh, your rising, if you're a woman, your Venus, if you're a man, your Mars, and if you're interested in relationships, you can just switch that up. If you're a woman, listen out for Mars about, you know, the male principle uh, in your chart, which you would tend to attract. And for a male, you would listen out to the Venus for the feminine principle that you would tend to attract. Um, for uh, I, That's too much. I don't want to throw you all off. But uh, Mars and Jupiter for women is a good energy to look out for uh, when you're talking about relationships and partnering up those are the, and the sun. Um, and for men, you can listen out uh or look out for Venus for a woman in your life, um, moon, and those are the main ones for men. Sorry, I went off on that tangent, but it must have been for somebody who was curious about where in their own birth chart they can find out information about, you know, what type of energies that they're naturally attracted or attracting. I also did Sagittarius and Aries last week, okay? Um, sent out for that in the last episode, and I'm going to pick it up at Pisces right now, okay? I got started on Pisces, but the time was cutting off, so I'm not even going to count that because I was feeling rushed. <laughs> so let's pick it up with Pisces. Um, hold on one second, y'all. I, I generate a lot of heat and energy, and I had the nerve to have the heater on, and I'm overheating. Okay. Pisces, you're having your full moon lunar eclipse in an area of your chart that deals with work, okay? It deals with health. It deals with daily routines, your lifestyle. And you got as a card um, the five of swords. And so that's definitely hitting on that seven of swords that I pull for everybody in the future position to say you definitely are going to have to be that change. You definitely are going to have to initiate the change. The five of swords that I pulled for you guys, um, it is the card of change. It is the card of overcoming disappointment. Maybe it was in this fixed house for you guys in your work life. Maybe it was just in your daily lifestyle. Maybe it didn't have to do with work specifically. And something in your lifestyle changed. And maybe you haven't been liking it. It's time these swords talk about mental energy. And this is actually the Venus and Aquarius card for y'all. It's time to throw some Venus on it. (laughs) Venus, I always tell my mama's babies, Venus brings the ease and Venus brings the comfort. So with even Aquarius governing change, Venus bringing comfort to that area for you, Uh, It may help you feel a bit better about the changes that have taken place over the last six months or the changes that you're having, you're being called on to initiate here at this powerful, super blood full moon lunar eclipse in Leo um, at this time, okay? 
This five of swords is about you standing up firm. You may have to stand up firm for the lifestyle that you want. Maybe somebody, maybe you're getting messages from out to, I told y'all, the set, the seven, y'all got the five of swords. I told y'all when I was talking about the seven of swords, don't take advice given. Maybe somebody's telling you, well, you can't do that for work. You can't have that as your lifestyle. That's not how people do it. Well, baby, let me bring a little ease and comfort, a little Venus to your Aquarius to help you think outside the box by me being the change. You don't have to convince nobody of that. You'll convince them when you're living the lifestyle. I saw something not just a few minutes ago. <laughs> said, um, oh, I can't remember it verbatim, but it was basically saying that, you know, while certain people sit around telling me what I can't do, I'm busy doing it. Like, you know, just be that change and you'll shut them up. Live that lifestyle that you want, um, the health that you envision and embody for yourself, you know. Um, call that in, you know. Meditate on that. Like I said, these swords cards are mental for you. So Spirit is showing me it's something in your mind with this five of swords that you seek out and you confront fears. You ain't what, maybe in the back of your mind you thinking there's some validity to what they're saying. Well, maybe I can't have that as a lifestyle. Uh-uh. You seek out and confront fears. This is the card of overcoming disappointment. Maybe you have failed at attempting to live the lifestyle you want. If you know in your heart, we got the Ace of Cups for everybody in the present position. If you know in your heart of heart, you feel an emotional force, Blue Nation, that you know you're supposed to do this and live this life, then this is the card of standing up firm. And you, this is also the card of distancing yourself from the battlefield in order to reflect, okay, haters going to hate. You distance yourself from that, like I say, over the next two weeks, maybe you just can't see this person or talk to this person because it's going to be some five of swords. This is the card of conflict with the, with the swords, the mind or the mouth. Y'all get into it every time y'all talk because they too busy telling you what you can't do. This is the card of self-interest, honoring your own self-interest despite what others think. This is the card of fighting back, but you fight back with the force of your mind. If you know it's right in your heart of hearts, then it, do it. um, Having a a lunation in this particular area of space, the sixth house, um, it can definitely talk about potential for stress you know, stressing out, do what you can do and leave the rest. Do what you know to do and chunk the rest and chunk the the folks and what they got to say right along with it. Five of Swords is a very forceful card, and it talks about you overcoming any personal challenges, okay, Pisces? You can do it. Cancer, for you guys, oh, Cancer got the Ten of Cups. (laughs) <laughs> it just corroborates this Eight of Cups that was at the bottom of the deck for everybody, Cancer, as well as this Ace of Cups that was that's in the present position for everybody. That Ace is really the number one, and then you got the Ten, so you add a zero onto that. You you um, what do you call that? You uh, magnify. It's another word I want to use, but I'll use that for now. That zero will magnify that one, this ace for everybody. Y'all can really take that ace to the next level of joy, of peace, of fulfillment, of success, perfected and perpetual success, going with your bad self, cancer. 
um, the air and and y'all are having the lunation in a in a money zone. Okay, it's all about the money, honey. So whatever could whatever cancer is blocking your money, it's probably got to do with your emotions. Once again, I'm encouraging people, especially over the next two weeks and for tonight, to take make a decision that you're going to take decisive action on. We already know that with this nine of wands for everybody in the overall position for the entire season, you making a decision, and over the next two weeks, you're you're taking the action that corresponds with the decision, where you're releasing and removing and settling once and for all. Anything that's keeping you from this fulfillment, anything that's keeping, this is good fortune after difficulty. We already know in the past six months, cancer, you done went through something, and this is the promise of the good fortune, the good energy, the good emotions, the feeling good, the joy, the love. The the, uh, motto for this card, cancer, is today. My life gives me everything I need to be happy. Once again, with the seven of swords for everybody, we're not sitting up playing victim. We good. And what I'm showing you with the combination of your astrology and the card is to say you can enjoy the bounty that not is falling out from the sky in your lap, but like I showed my mama's baby, it was already there. It just took a certain, pers- a new perspective to see it. You you, you got to get a new perspective that says, today my life gives me everything I need to be happy. You're not waiting on a check to be happy. You're not waiting on a particular deposit in your account to be happy. You recognize with your spiritual eyes that, that your life is already bountiful, that your life is already abundant. Now, your prayer may be, help me see it. The, this area of space is an earthy, material, physical area of space, so if anything, you just want to see it. You want to remove any energetic, emotional blocks so you can see it. Maybe while you're sitting up ruminating with married with medicine and housewives because that makes you feel better about where you at when you take that out of the equation for the next two weeks and just try. That's the, that's the decision you make. You take an action with that in alignment with that over the next couple of weeks, and you end up saying, well, damn, that's two hours of my week that I am now – putting into, you know, taking any uh, taking that same emotional energy I'm putting into keeping up with them and I'm putting it into keeping it up with, you know, financial opportunities that have come my way that I have sat on for the last six months, um, of, uh, opportunities to rectify particular financial issues that I just haven't been paying attention to because I've been so busy distracting myself with TV. I'm just, I, I, don't, I ain't mad at TV, y'all. I just I know what it does because I, I do it. <laughs> I, do, I do this. <laughs> and so I know what it does energetically. I know how it frees up energetic space to, you know, take your life to another level and not be regular, schmegular, regular, and instead, you know, just win for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and don't care who mad about it. <laughs> um, Gemini, 
Oh, Gemini, you're having a third house transit, and you got another three. These threes want to talk to you, and then Gemini is the third sign, so three, 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 come see me, Gemini. What's up? <laughs> um, it really is a beautiful, beautiful area of space to be having a um, this particular lunation in just because you know, uh, the third house, the three, it's a lot about communication, you know, uh, the, the, even the old uh, scripture says that, you know, a cord of three strands is not easily broken. The three of pentacles is the card of teamwork, okay? So it's going to be connections, you know, it's some connections. It may be some connections you have to cut off, Gemini, or maybe it's some connections that you have already cut off that, um, that begin to bear fruit here over the next couple of weeks because with this intensified eclipse energy, you are getting even further along in your healing, and it may be healing the mind. Third house is a mental house, communication, ideas, information, information you're gathering. Maybe you're cutting off a Maybe you um, subscribe to a certain person on YouTube and, you know, you're being led to unsubscribe to them and just having that energy out of your feed, you know, does something for you, sets you up in a particular energetic way that you're in a better position. Maybe, you know, uh, instead of getting mad at somebody and having to unsubscribe from them, you're inspired to create your own YouTube channel that, you know, uh, fills that void, Okay. Um, paperwork, discussions, uh, local travel, travel there in your area. Maybe it's some place that you go, Gemini, in your neighborhood, and Spirit is telling you, all right, <laughs> all right, you better cut that out. I got something else for you. I got something better for you. Um, uh, the third house is about community, uh, you know, community groups, community events. Um Relatives, definitely, uh, not necessarily the family you live with or grew up with, but relatives outside of that, neighbors, siblings. And I'm definitely not, you know, encouraging you to just cut folks off like that. But maybe, like I said earlier, ways of relating, ways of being. Maybe you just can't, you know, I, I got a relative, you know, when they call, I can't pick up the phone. Because I don't know what spirit they're calling me in. They done taught me well that I never know what spirit they may be calling me in. So now when they call, I let the phone go to voicemail. If they leave a, if they don't leave a message, you pretty much know they didn't want that no way. If they leave a message, then it's like, okay, what do they want? Then you know if you can call them back or not. But so, you know, I, I'm. it's not a... Depending on your energy and what's going on specifically, it, 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 it may be. Now, this is eclipse now, so it could be real extreme. It may be cutting somebody completely off, at least their energy, at least for the next couple of weeks. I'm just admonishing you all to test it out for these couple of weeks and see what impact it can make. Um, with this Three of Pentacles energy, this is a card of master. This is a card of being masterful. And so you get masterful at something when your effort, the, the key word is effort. It's that effort you put into it that's paying off. It may, this lets me know that whatever you're having to release or walk away from or surrender, it's probably not going to be easy. It's probably with this Three of Pentacles, um, uh, Gemini, it's probably going to take some concentrated effort. 
It's probably going to take some focus and commitment and persistence. But guess what? Guess what the motto is for this beautiful card of Mars and Capricorn where Mars is exalted and the fact that this is a yes card, it also may take some planning, all right, okay, and it may take some teamwork. Maybe you can't do it on your – maybe you can't cut whatever you got to cut off on your own, Gemini, and you need some help. You need um, emotional reinforcement, somebody encouraging you, a life coach, something like that, okay, Um but the, oh, and this is a card of the use of time, how you use your time, Gemini, you may be the one. I got Gemini rising, so I'm really feeling this energy. How you use your time. You may be the one cutting out the extraneous, the low vibrational TV shows because you got to use your time in a higher way because you are on the road of mastering something, Okay probably in this third house area, mastering communication or messages. You're trying to manifest a, a masterful message, okay? And so the motto here for you guys, Gemini, with this card is that my will flows in a perfect stream of force. Think about a perfect stream of force. There's no breaks in the force. There's no, there's no stopping it. It just constantly and perfectly flows. So think about that. Think about something that you can maintain over the next couple of weeks. It may be not so massive, but the massive and mastery of it is that you can do it every day. With Cap, This is Mars and Capricorn card, so it's not about getting to the top of the mountain tomorrow. It's about every day you're going higher, every day a step in front of the other, every day making progress, every day using your time wisely, every day you're making a different decision, taking decisive action that is in alignment the energy, okay, of nature. Libra, Libra, y'all are having an 11th house transit, and so groups that you're associated with, uh oh, uh oh, you may have to leave some groups in the last six months, Libra. Um, groups, this is the area of space. It, it pops up so frequently, I have to mention it. Um, former lovers, exes, um, is, is in this area of space as well. But also hopes, wishes, and dreams. Maybe you've been aspiring towards something, and it's just with, with this super full blood, moon, lunar eclipse, and Leo, it's becoming dramatically clear that you need to uh, cut bait. <laughs> You need to abandon that immediately and get get on to some new hopes, wishes, and dreams. Uh, once again, this 11th house uh, energy of Aquarius, uh, it's connected to this um, solar new moon eclipse in Aquarius we'll have in next month. So you just may be being shown something that, you know what, this will not, it's not going to be a part of my future. It can't be. And the fact that you got the two of swords, baby, lets me know you're going to have to make a decision now. <laughs> that two of swords, you can't be in a stalemate. You can't be on the bridge forever. You're going to have to go one way on the bridge or the other way on the bridge. You know what I mean? You, you're going to have to face your fears. You're going to have to make a painful decision. And, and your future is on the line. So say at this 11th house transit you have in Libra. So... It's what you're going to have to do, I love this for you because the 11th house is Aquarius, this orbs is also um, air energy, it's the moon and Libra card. 
you're going to have to seek inner peace. You're going to have to. You get to. Seek inner peace. Seek compromise. Okay? Seek inner peace or compromise, and you're going to have to evaluate the situation in a clear, logical manner. You've got double air energy going on here with the tarot and the astrology. So you're going to have to, whatever's coming up, whatever is forcing you to look at it, whatever fears are forcing you to face them and embrace them and, and, and have be this brave heart I've been describing about this Leo energy, this Ace of Cups energy that wants us to fearlessly utilize the power of our emotional force. You, you don't, the reason why you're not going to stay on the breeze and stay on the fence and, and really even have to compromise and instead you really get to seek that inner peace is because the power of this eclipse, super moon, super full moon eclipse, is going to show you energetically things you need to feel, everything you need to perceive, everything you need to know about what decision to make. If you're stuck, Libra, you're stuck because you want to be stuck or you're stuck because you don't want to make a decision because it's painful. But if you seek inner peace, if you let inner peace be your guide, you will do what you got to do bravely, willpower. You'll deal with it once and for all because you know you have to. You know you get to. Once again, flip this seven of swords energy on its head. That's why you got the two of swords, to corroborate that swords energy. Flip it on its head. This don't have to be a painful decision. This can be a, a powerful, empowering decision, okay? All right. If, if you're in a in a mode of avoiding or in a stalemate, blocking emotions, you don't. When Brother Uncle was talking tonight on that webinar about okay, it's then it's gonna be forced upon you, and you're not gonna like it. You really not. That's really gonna be painful then. If somebody gotta go, they gotta go. Groups, friendships, uh, associations, people in your network. You know, uh, people on your social media network, you may have to block somebody. You may have to unfriend somebody. Do what you got to do. Them and they feelings, they're going to be all right. What about you and yours? I know that can be hard for a Libra. Y'all are the energy of others, of this nurturing care for how other people feel and what other people think. But at a time like a full moon eclipse at a full moon anyway, because the sun and the moon are opposite each uh, each other, requiring balance. But at an eclipse, you're going to have to take a, a look at the other side of your natural Libra energy, which is the energy of Aries itself. Sometimes you got to be stuck. Sometimes you have you you need to always always put yourself first. And if you haven't been in, in the practice of that, it can seem like a really painful thing to do. But once you take that, you make that decision, and over the next couple of weeks, you're taking that repeated decisive action, one foot in front of the other, it's going to get easier. You will begin to master it, okay? Virgo, Virgo, then Capricorn, okay? Virgo, um, you got the Queen of Wands. You got the Queen of Wands, and you also got, uh, which corroborates this overall energy of the Nine of Wands and the Four of Wands energy that we're bringing into your being. 
the force. You're being the courage. You're being Virgo, um, the powerful, fiery energy that's necessary, that's going to be required of all of us. Y'all, if y'all know a Virgo in your life over the next couple of weeks, just peep them out. Peep them out. They just may be in, but you, you may not, it may not be so obvious because Virgo, y'all are having a 12th house with nations. So a lot of the work y'all are doing is behind the scenes. A lot of the work that y'all are doing in releasing and letting go and shedding and making room for this new six months eclipse season that's upon us is behind the scenes, is being done in the spirit realm, is being done in your subconscious, is being done in your motivations and desires. Y'all are dropping dead weight, baby. And having the queen, embodying the queen of wands while you do it? Ow, come on. This is what you want to do. Uh, who was that I was just talking to? Libra, this is what you want to do right here. This queen of wands energy is self-absorbed and ain't apologizing for it. <laughs> It's confident and full of fire and independent. This is the the seer. This is the seer. This is the card of the seer because they can see that new perspective that they need to see from. When you got when you're embodying Queen of Wands energy, somebody can pull a seven of swords on you and, and do some old low down deceptive sneaky stuff. Somebody can jack you for almost a thousand dollars, and you ain't worried about it. He ain't battered an eye, ain't lost no sleep, cause baby, you are you safe. This Queen of Wands, stay setting goals, okay, Virgo. This 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 Queen of Wands stays cheerful. They ain't worried about nothing. This this Queen of Wands is this open-hearted, whole-hearted. Uh, cheerful, energetic energy that is adaptable. It, she ain't worried about nothing. I don't care if you're a male Virgo. It's the the fact that you are not letting anything hold you back. When this card is reversed, it can be anger, you know, just unbridled anger. You just, you know, ain't in control of your stuff no more. You're just wilding. Uh, but it turned upright. They, this, this Queen of Wands uses that same energy to not hold back on the determination, to not hold back on the energy that is their force of will that can deal with any situation, that can adapt to any situation, okay? So, you know, you don't have to, with this 12th house um, energy, Virgo, don't nobody even got to know what you're doing. They'll figure it out when you're not in their um, recent calls. They look at their recent calls. Dang, I didn't even talk to them in the past couple of weeks. Darn skippy. Um, I'm playing the background right now, and I am freeing up space for the new six-month season that is upon us. I'm doing my deep clearing work. I'm doing my deep therapeutic work. I'm doing my extreme care work, and I ain't worried about nothing. I'm the Queen of Wands, baby. Capricorn, Capricorn, y'all got the Five of Swords like your friends, um, Pisces. Huh. I thought somebody else got the Five. No, it was just Pisces. Um, Capricorn, y'all also having a Eighth House Lunation, which is this area of space that is very emotionally intense. Okay, very emotionally extreme, and that's probably why y'all got the five of swords because either y'all are bringing this extreme 
energy by way of something that is you're saying to somebody with the five of swords or something somebody is saying to you, either way it's causing conflict. And you really feel in some type of way about it, okay, Capricorn? But it's happening. Everything happens for a reason, Capricorn, even extreme emotional and communicative things. They're happening for a reason. So something definitely, the reason why it's so extreme, Capricorn, is because something got to change. Five of Swords is the card of change, and Eighth House is the house of transformation. So that's double change energy, baby. <laughs> Some got to change, Capricorn, and I'm here to tell you, I don't even have to read a card or your chart to tell you it's you. You got to change. So many Capricorns, I swear, you would think Capricorn is a fixed energy. They just, I know, I've known quite a bit of a few of them, and they come off as real stubborn. And maybe that's the energy, because of the Capricorn energy, you have to be that uh, stubbornness in its higher vibration is determination, and that's the very energy you need to be this Capricorn goat getting up that mountain, even if it takes you 30 years. So there's, if, if you're manifesting stubbornness, Capricorn, just raise that vibration. Take that same stubbornness, turn it on its head, and become determined to transform. Become determined to be the change that you want to see. If it's somebody that is bringing conflict in your life, show them a better way by you being better, you doing better, you taking this divine opportunity over the next couple of weeks to use your eighth house power, control, uh, manipulation on the low vibration, but on the high vibration, you're, you're, you're manipulating things. You're transforming and manipulating things about you that need to be changed. You're not a victim, Capricorn. You're so not a victim. This is the season for you to take your, get your control back, take back control of your life, not by controlling another, sweet babies, but by controlling you and stuff that's coming up, eighth house is the deep emotions. The eighth house is the psychological house, baby. It's the stuff that, you know, it may be some other stuff going on. You sitting up here thinking somebody that done brought you these five of swords on some conflict, and you looking at them like they're the problem, but they're reflecting you. They're feeding off of your energy. They're responding to some to something. Something in you made them feel that they could even come at you like that. Deal with that instead of looking at them upside their head, and you will be able to wrap up and tie a prettier bow on your last six months and be in a better energetic position to have a powerful eighth house um, start to your um, next six months and transform, you know, maybe you got to burn some stuff up. Eighth house is the house of the phoenix rising from the ashes. Maybe you got to create some ashes so you can truly rise, truly transform, truly go from your caterpillar stage to a butterfly stage as we embark upon the next six months ahead, okay? This five of swords is about you focusing on your self-interest, you overcoming your, per- overcoming your personal challenges, Okay. This five of swords can be a negative or depressed person. Capricorn, make sure that ain't you. <laughs> Use this eighth house power to make sure that you have direct access to during this season to make sure that ain't you. All right. 
Um, that's it for the horoscopes. I do want to mention um, a couple of things I didn't get to mention on last week's show about the week ahead. Um, right after this full moon lunar eclipse at 7.39 a.m. Central, uh, early tomorrow rising, Mercury actually enters Aquarius. So our, uh, it may be like just like this nine of wands in the overall position for our season ahead, you know, just further corroboration of that, further support of that to say, okay, these powerful lunar super blood, full moon, lunar eclipse, and Leo emotions have come to the surface fully and in a super way, you know, super full way, and I know that I've got to make a different decision. I know that I've got to make a, di- a different decision and take corresponding action in alignment with that different decision that all these powerful emotions or this powerful situation that has affected me, affected my emotions, you know, in a super powerful way is causing me to do, you know what I mean? So then when Mercury enters Aquarius, that takes over the logic and the objectiveness. Aquarius is an air sign, and Mercury being there for all of us is going to put our mind, our mentality, our mental, our messages, the way we communicate, it ain't going to be emotional. We didn't got all the emotions, you know, that we needed to get. And it may be, I've noticed this was full moons, of course. It may not have happened at the time of this particular eclipse by 727 a.m. Central Time tomorrow rising. Maybe somewhere in the course of the next week something powerfully manifests. And now with Mercury and Aquarius, <clears throat> you're in a position, instead of responding out of your emotions, you take on more of this. Uh, this seven of swords card that we got in the future position, meaning coming up, it may not have already happened, meaning coming up, we may with the Mercury in Aquarius as well, um, Mercury is going to be in Aquarius for a little while after it goes in there um, tomorrow rising, where we're not when we're not mad at you. You ain't took nothing from us. All you did was position us into in, where we can use our intellect, we can use our um, logic, we can be objective about it. We ain't mad. We ain't in our feelings. But, yeah, we, we, we done went into the lab on your tail. <laughs> we done went into the lab. And, you know, we're using this Leo because Leo is going to be, Leo energy is going to be governing the next couple of weeks. And so, um, and it's helping us wrap up this last six months. So, you know, we're going to put our heart into it. We're going to put our heart into using our logic and our intellect into creating a better future, a better six months than the last six months. We're not mad at you. All you did was make sure we even more on point and more on our stuff than we would have been. That's why I say when you look at that Eight of Cups at the bottom of the deck for everybody's next two-week season, it t- you're not going to get emotionally mature. Saturn not going to have its perfect work in you unless some – Saturn is about the hard, heart, smart work that we have to do. Ain't no shortcuts. You're not going to get no days off. You may be working overtime. You may have to restrict – your TV watching, you may have to restrict what you put in your body. You, It, it ain't going to be easy, but it's going to be worth it. At the end of the day, you're going to have maturity to show for the hard, hard, smart work 
you had to do. When I say heart, you know, emotional work. Separating yourself from people who don't have your best interest at heart. Just even though y'all been associated with each other for the last, for your whole life for the last twenty years, so then that's heart, and it's it's hard, but then it's smart. Just like this seven of swords says, be alert, be smart, rely on your wits, beat the enemy at their own game. Find a way to get what you want. Discover your secret weapon. Realize that any obstacles are within self and rely on your own wit. So, I mean, that's what this Mercury and Aquarius energy is just further highlighting for us. Uh, we're focusing on our brilliance and, and inventions. The, the, um, the, our, Aquarius talks about our, what makes us unique and original. We ain't trying to be no copy. Ain't nothing uh, brilliant about being like the next one. We're going to be the next best one. How about that? And it's not in a spirit of competition. It's in, When you're talking about Aquarius, you're talking about humanity. You're talking about 11th house, the same group, network, associations I was talking about earlier when I was talking to um, Libra. So it's not about one-upsmanship, but it's about, guess what? Uh, everybody, if every, everybody got to play their part, <laughs> everybody got to play that. We all got unique fingerprints. We all have uh, a unique birth chart. Even twins gonna have a different birth chart to a certain degree. And so, everybody came here with their own assignment. While Mercury is in Aquarius, and definitely uh, over the next couple of weeks. Make sure you're doing what you're supposed to do. That's why we got the Aquarius card in the future position. Make sure you're pulling out through any obstacles within yourself that you're utilizing your own unique brand. That's why I say it may be through. That's why I'm like it's not about not watching TV. It's about giving yourself a true, real opportunity to tap into you. That's the only downside. Well, one of the downsides to all this, our current society, you know, we it, too much is never enough. He like literally imagine your day compared to like 15 years ago, um, and it wouldn't have been nothing to go through a day without a cell phone. It wouldn't have been nothing to go through a day without even a desktop, let alone a tablet or a notebook or a laptop. It wouldn't have been nothing even 20 years ago to go through a day without a TV. And now we act like, baby, we uh, crippled or damn handicapped if we don't have something going at all times. I know it all too well myself, so I'm not saying this from a position of self-righteousness. I'm saying from it from a position of experience <laughs> and having to put myself on fast just to show myself. I don't need no flipping TV. I don't need no flipping sugar. I don't need no flipping soda. I don't need no flipping particular relationship with somebody. I do need, however, need me. I do, however, need my unique, original, masterful, uh, witty, my own. I need to discover my own secret weapon that I can wield and utilize in this world to get outside of the box, to get outside of the matrix. So I can live my best life. My Aquarius is about breakthrough, baby. 
Aquarius energy is a breakthrough energy because it's about st- eureka moments, revelations. This is a period of time while Mercury is in Aquarius. It, it, keep a pen and pad handy because if something comes to mind, it may come in a flash of awareness, a flash of insight, and you need to write it down because it, it, they're going to keep coming in that perfect stream. <laughs> it's going to keep flowing to you and keep coming. If you glue to the TV, you might miss it because you're getting conflicting messages. You don't know if that's something that came up out of your spirit or if it's something um, the housewives told you. <laughs> so don't be afraid during this season. It, it, Mercury's in Aquarius for everybody. So if it seems at first eccentric or weird to you, perfect. That's exactly what genius invent, inventive breakthrough ideas seem like most of the time. And it may be something for the future. Aquarius is about the future. It, that's why I say write it down. It may not be for right now. We wrapping up the last six months. You think you supposed to necessarily initiate that right now? Maybe not. So save that. Write it down and save it for when we're in solar eclipse, new moon, in Aquarius season, in this same Aquarius energy that is talking about the future. Um, Aquarius can, because it's so objective and logical and, you know, mental, it may not come across as so emotional. That's a beautiful thing. That's why I was kind of mentioning it from the aspect of being an advantage. But if if you're experiencing this from somebody else, hey, Mercury is in Aquarius for everybody. It's not personal. Don't take it personally. Aquarius ain't got to do with a lot of emotions at all. They're too busy inventing stuff, being geniuses, and focus on the future and technology. Aquarius governs technology and the Internet, okay, social media. Uh, But, you know, don't just tap into, don't, you know, keeping that in mind, especially if you're, like, in a relationship or if you, um, you know, you have to, you have these relationships, be they um, personal or business, that you have to maintain, of course, over the next two weeks, uh, over the next month ahead, over the next six months, keep that in mind as well. That, yes, although people can appreciate your logic and your rationale and your genius, that they can appreciate your love and a hug every now and then as well, okay? Um, I mentioned to y'all on last week's show, we got an eight-hour and 15-minute void moon um, early, starting early rising, 4.58 a.m. Central on Thursday, February the 1st, and the moon won't go into Virgo until 1.13 p.m. Central time um, that same day. So um, here, while the moon is in this earth energy of Virgo, this is that energy of scrutinizing things and that being a favorable energy to, to the improvement. It follows along with this same energy. This is not a well, a sprint. This is a marathon that we're in here. I know that the energy of the full moon lunar eclipse, super moon at that, may be intense and in it whatever may be coming to the surface or culminating to be dealt with. All that's doing is giving you a real big hint on what you need to be working on wrapping up and winding down and surrendering and releasing and healing and, and, and detaching from so you can be in a better position to have a powerful new six months ahead. While the moon's in Virgo here on February, um, starting February first um, in the afternoon, you may have uh, a better. Uh, the Earth energy is it, it's like that Aquarius air energy. It's not really emotional. 
once again, with Mercury going into Aquarius, Moon entering Virgo as of Thursday afternoon, it's going to be a real good time with whatever emotional did come up or has already come up or you already know, been knowing somewhere in these last six months that you need this Virgo moon is going to help you definitely anything dealing with self-improvement, anything um, that is a big task, moon and Virgo, since it deals with details and the smaller um, elements of a big task, you can break it up. Okay, that's getting up that mountain, but instead of looking at, oh, I got a whole mountain to climb, you just, okay, today I just got to take a step. Let's not focus on the summit of the mountain today. You know, let's remind ourselves from that, on that from time to time so we can chart and measure our progress. But today, so maybe this moon and Virgo energy can help you um, instead of looking at the broad scheme of two weeks, two weeks without TV, two weeks without my Coca-Cola, two weeks without talking or, you know, stalking him or her. Okay, you just, just like a, a Alcoholics Anonymous, they ain't worried about being sober for the next, for the rest of their life. They worried about being sober today. So that's why that's why I mentioned before about not doing it alone. If you need, when I do these readings and I may talk about a particular sign, you can pull out whatever you need from it because I promise you every sign is in your chart somewhere anyway. And so when I was talking earlier about the Three of Pentacles and um, teamwork, and, you know, you may need to, a life coach or whatever, just like in AA, they got their sponsors. You may need to, somebody to hold you accountable over the details. You figure, well, I'm grown now, and ain't nobody asking me what I'm doing every day, so I can eat sugar every day, I can watch TV every day, I can do whatever every day, and ain't nobody going to know nothing. But if you're de- determined with this nine of wands and you're taking this seriously, you are taking, making a decision and taking decisive action every day of this next couple of weeks towards that decision, then, yeah, you will, you will want an accountability partner. You would want somebody to ask you, you know, have you, did you eat any sugar today? Not like in a being your parent, just in a being a partner, accountability partner, sponsor, somebody to check in with you that loves you, okay, that has your best interest at heart and has proven it, Virgo's an earth sign, so it shows and proves it's not pie in the sky like it's um, um, opposite energy, Pisces, that can help you stay on task. When you're talking about earth signs, you're talking about signs that want something to show for at the end of the day. Okay, at the end of the day, I get to mark a little tally mark on my calendar I didn't have not a lick of processed sugar today. I did that. I don't know how I'm going to get through the next couple of weeks, but I'm going to take it a day at a time. And you eat, I I say it all the time, and I say every time I say it that I hate the analogy, but it, it, it helps paint the picture when you hear that how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time. It's a lot more doable when you think about it in broken down uh chunks of doable actions, actions, actions. Virgo wants something to show for at the end of the day. So this is not, I, I'm going to do this next go round. This is, I'm do, I am doing it. I am improving myself every day. I'm, I'm working my grooves. Virgo's about cutting the grooves. 
to where eventually you don't even have to think about it. Eventually, you don't even need a sponsor. Eventually, you turn into a sponsor. And you're sponsoring somebody else. You're helping them achieve their goals, okay? Uh, Virgo's also ruled by Mercury. And so, you know, um, whatever you may need, maybe you need to set a reminder, you know. Maybe it's not another person that you're being accountable to. Um, there was an app I downloaded one time called, I believe it's called On Task. And it'll you you turn it on, and that mug gonna go. You don't know when it's gonna go off, <laughs> and it's this loud, annoying noise it makes. And whenever it goes off, it asks you, "Are you on task?" And you you know that's accountability because if you're not, you actually have to press no. And when you press no, it gives you this message like, you know, um, well, get back on task. We're gonna check back in with you in a little while, and then you know, and it feels on the. At, at other end, when it asks you if you've been on task and you get to click yes, it's like yes, and it gives you this little sound like, you know, you did it, keep going, you're doing your thing, go ahead, you know, do it, do it to it. So it's that kind of energy here starting Thursday afternoon, okay? Then we get another void moon on Saturday, February the 3rd, 1.07 a.m. Central Time for 14 hours and 40 minutes. Now, when the moon is void, you guys, I've already, I mentioned on last week's show these void moon cycles for the week ahead, and I'm mentioning the, the remaining ones now. Um, this is not, we're not really doing a whole bunch of new stuff anyway in a lunar full moon cycle. We're more wrapping up stuff, um, but definitely while the moon is void, you know, the focus should be on things that you've already started, you know, things that you've already begun to do to take decisive, decisive action you've already begun to take you just checking in, you know, evaluating yourself, taking stock, um, adding things to the list, um, editing or reviewing or refining what you've got going on. Um, you get more rest and uh, better rest and more peaceful sleep when the moon is void. And while the moon is void, it's a good time to look for things you've lost. I've had some mama's babies have powerful success with that. Uh, one uh, couldn't find their dog for like a day or two or three. No, I think it was longer than that. And and they just checked in with me. Didn't you say um, when the moon is void, it's a good time to look for stuff you've lost and you'll probably find it? And they reported back to me that they found their dog in, in a void moon. It's also a good time to get rid of excess. If you've got to release, let go, uh, you know, we're in that season of releasing and letting go anyway. So take advantage of these void moons to have that double energy of releasing and getting rid of something. Um, all right. You're just definitely not doing anything major during these void moons. You're not having any first-time meetings with anybody. You're not having any interviews with anybody. You're not doing a big presentation. You're not having an important conversation during these times just simply because likely, energetically, spiritually, nothing is going to come of it. Um, then also Saturday, February the 3rd, 9.57 a.m. Central Mercury does sextile Mars, the same Mercury that just went into Aquarius that's helping us be more logical and objective and, you know, um, intellectual operating more on the, the drier, I call it drier side of the brain versus the creative, emotional, you know, um, colorful side of the brain. This side of the brain where Aquarius is is more like black and white. Um, with that Mercury sextiling Mars, just know that that's going to even speed up further 
So if your mind and your mouth being an Aquarius is already on the future, already on doing what you got to do to wrap up, release, surrender, and let go for the sake of your future, just know that with Mercury sextiling Mars already, but coming exact here at the end of the week week on Saturday, that all that's going to speed up. Your sense of purpose and initiative is going to speed up. Your um, courageous Mars is another fire sign like this Leo energy, so that's going to get activated as well, more of the courage and the fighting. You know, you may have a little bit more fighting. You maybe, instead of just taking one step forward, um, you know, in in that day, the bite-sized small chunk you decided to do, you can take two. You got your little extra energy, okay, to get up that mountain a little faster. That's not the goal, but you may feel that. Um, energy kick in or initiate or get fired up about, you know, maybe just because you're cutting that with the moon in Virgo and you don't work the groove, you know, okay, I'm getting the hang of this, not watching TV stuff. I'm finding all kind of stuff to do with my time, you know. I've got a little energy now that I ain't eating all this processed sugar, you know. That may be style of Mars to Mercury and how it may manifest. Um, it also may manifest in just that more fieriness with your communication, so it does come out a little bit more direct and a little bit more honest. Um, so, and it may also just help you kick your whatever you know you got to do over these next two weeks to wrap up the last six months. It just may help you kick it up a even another notch. Um, this is the energy of flirting and sexy communications and conversations, so you can see it manifests that way. Um, somebody could, you know, propose under an energy like this. I, it could happen. Even with this Aquarius energy, it just may be somebody thinking about the future and like, you know what, I don't want to go another six months without you in my life. You know, I, you're, you're it, ain't it? You you the one, <laughs> and so it could manifest like that as well. Um, let's see, and then Saturday, February the third, in the afternoon, three forty-seven p.m. Central, the moon does enter Libra. It leaves it leaves Virgo and it enters Libra, so that may be um, a time where things begin to just there's a peace in Libra, a relaxed energy in Libra. It's ruled by Venus, and I told y'all earlier in the show, Venus brings the ease. And the comfort. Venus brings the balance. Venus brings the tranquility. Okay. And so we may find that we're even more enjoyability in our communication, our conversation, uh, in any situation. Okay. Um, and so even our meditation and mediation under this energy, okay, and our beautification and our decoration while the moon is in Libra. Um, in our uh, fashion and and just um, being through art and beauty, okay? So that does wrap up our week ahead. We've got just seconds to go. I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you once again. Stay connected to myastrologycoach.com, Brother Ampu, Minister Ju. Meet us in Crystal City for the mound, uh, the Crystal City Mound Tour. Meet us there. Meet meet your world healer, the dark and lovely astro tarot goddess, and use Mama Dada to check out, and you can receive twenty five dollars off the trip. Okay, 
So I love you, beautiful people. I will be back. I will be ahead with y'all here um, with some more beautiful news coming real soon, okay? So we're signing off. Love you guys. Peace, peace, peace. Thank you, thank you, thank you.